One hour of music. One hour of music. In 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. Welcome to One Hour of Music in 20 Minutes. I'm Hermione Gilchrist. On this program, I'm looking at the point at which two categories of music converge. In a broad sense, it's where classical music meets electronic music, or where minimalism meets ambient. All of us who love music know that music rarely fits into categories that we dream up for it, so I'm not concerned with making things fit, rather examining why one is heard in festival concert halls and the other in clubs. The music you heard to open was Michael Nyman's Wheelbarrow Walk. Nyman, as well as being a composer, started his career as a musicologist. He interviewed the New York composer Steve Reich for Studio International magazine in 1976 and is credited with bringing the New York minimalist style to the attention of the UK. But I stress that this isn't purely an academic exercise. Every piece of music in this program I love and listen to regularly. And I'd like to start with a new favourite – This piece by William Orbit from his 2006 album Hello Waveforms. This is a beautiful piece of music called Sea Green. producer Orbit not only produced Madonna's Ray of Light album and co-wrote title track, he also put out an album called Pieces in a Modern Style, which featured a track that became a huge hit, his version of the Adagio for Strings by American composer Samuel Barber. Now I personally prefer that track played with real strings, but Orbit's synthesised version of Beethoven's Triple Concerto was my favourite on that album, that and John Cage's Inner Landscape. I should mention that no matter what theme I pick for 1 in 20, I always have to leave pieces out. Uh, So I apologise now for the absence of music by Cage in this program. But if you get inspired, then I invite you to leave a comment on the official 1 in 20 blog, 1in20.blogspot.com. Let's move on though and hear a piece of music from the man that started it all, the man credited as the first minimalist. Emerging out of French Impressionism in the early 1900s, Eric Satie wrote some of the most beautiful short series, including the popular Gymnopodies and Nociennes. He coined the term furniture music to describe his later compositions. The idea was that the piece of music was composed of short musical phrases that could be repeated an indefinite number of times. You can hear Satie's use of repetition in this piece. This is the first of the six Nociennes, Lent. 
Sati's Nocien Number no. 1, Lent, performed by Clara Cormendi. Minimalism, which is considered a direct descendant from Sati's furniture music, is characterised by repeated short phrases or long drone-like tones. The first of those characteristics has led to minimalism's tailored knock-knock joke. Knock-knock, who's there? Knock-knock, who's there? Knock-knock, who's there? Philip Glass. <laughs> this is an exemplary piece of what is called minimalism and a beautiful track, Philip Glass's Dance 8. Dance 8 by Philip Glass. The other characteristic of minimalism, the drone-like tones, is hard to convey in the minute of each work I've set myself to play you, but here is part of a 15-minute work by Steve Reich, Music for a Large Ensemble. Reich's composition, Music for a Large Ensemble. Reich uses phase shift and timing variations to create his most famous works, some of which are key reference pieces for anyone wanting to talk about minimalism. This next performer, I don't know if she conceives of herself as a minimalist, but what she certainly is, is the first person to have a career as a solo percussionist. Evelyn Glennie owns over 1,800 percussion instruments, and she's previously collaborated with Björk, She's also profoundly deaf. This is her 1990 composition, Rhythm Song.
Evelyn Glennie's Rhythm Song. I love that. Another real favourite is this piece by Simon Jeffs, the composer behind much of the music of the Penguin Cafe Orchestra. This is his piece called Perpetuum Mobile. Jeff's Perpetuum Mobile. One of the first pieces of ambient techno that I always really wanted people to hear in a classical context, just out of interest, is this track from the album Snivelizations by Orbital, the extraordinary piano-based piece Kind Trinkwasser. Trinkwasser by Orbital. That's an all-time favourite for me, that one. Another artist whose work is difficult to classify is the artist known as Aphex Twin. Richard D. James is musically illiterate, meaning he can't read sheet music, yet he's composed some of the most beautiful music, pure music, that I've ever heard. This is so beautiful, this track. I find it uplifting and joyful and sweet, where a lot of James's music is sinister and discordant. This is from the Rich D. James album, Goon Gumpers. Aphex Twin, Goon Gumpers, from the Richard D. James album. The more avant-garde classical musicians are keen to work with Aphex Twin. Some of Aphex Twin's selected ambient works have been recorded by the London Sinfonietta on an album called Warp Works and 20th Century Masters. 
The London Sinfonietta, along with the Kronos Quartet, recorded a CD of music by John Adams, one of the superstars of minimalist composition. This is the first part of John Adams' John's Book of Alleged Dances, performed by the Kronos Quartet, Judah to Ocean. jaunty. The first part of John's book of alleged dances, Judah to Ocean, performed by the Kronos Quartet. One composer whose work fits right in between classical and electronic music is the Japanese composer Susumu Yokota. He writes both modern mu- he writes both modern classical works and house music and is equally respected for both. I find his ambient music to be spectacularly beautiful and this is my favorite of his, the ethereal I am flying. Susumi Yokota, I am flying. Beautiful music, wherever you find it, is such a gift, whether you find it in the classical section or the electronic music section. And so much beautiful music is terribly sad. I love that Yokota piece because it's beautiful without being sad. But this next piece by the Estonian composer Arvo Peart really is.
Spiegel im Spiegel by Arvo Pert from the work Für Alina. And this brings me to the end of this one hour of music in 20 minutes. If you like what you hear, do follow the links to more information about the featured artists on the one hour of music in 20 minutes pages on abc.net.au slash dig. I'm Hermione Gilchrist, and I'm going to leave you with a piece of music by Harold Budd and Brian Eno from a collaboration they produced in 1980 and the second part of Eno's ambient project that began with music for airports. And it's fitting to end with this quote from Eno. Ambient music must be able to accommodate many levels of listening attention without enforcing one in particular. It must be as ignorable as it is interesting. This is Above Chiang Mai by Harold Budd and Brian Eno. Thank you.